Welcome to Migration Patterns, the podcast about the places we come from, where we live, and what takes us there. I'm your host, Meredith Rowland. This is the last episode of the first season. I interview Yulia, a Ukrainian living in Edmonton. She came to Edmonton in a roundabout way and has seen her fair share of challenges since her arrival. We'll hear all about how Ukrainians have a side hustle, their food and drink culture, and some colorful political anecdotes. Stay tuned. What What do you think of when you think about home? Oh, it's uh, first of all, it's so far away, and uh, I feel that it's almost ridiculous that going to Toronto which is just uh, another part of Canada, costs almost as much as going um, crossing the whole world and going to Ukraine. So that's the first thing that pops up in my head. And then, yeah, home is very different. And although they say that Alberta is, you know, built by Ukrainians and, you know, there's such a big Ukrainian community, it's really different and um, more of a North American way of, living thinking than ukrainian for sure like wow i don't find any kind of similarities really other than food and we really don't even call it pierogies in ukraine so oh what do you call it oh just uh vareniki okay. yeah so that's absolutely different that was the first i i how first... did they become a pierogi <laughs> i don't really know it's more of a polish kind of slang so mm. And um, yeah, the first thing when I say that I'm Ukrainian, the first thing I usually hear is, oh yeah, me too, from Canadians. And I'm like, oh, well, um, really? Well, that's awesome. And they're like, yeah, my great, great grandpa was from Ukraine. And yeah. okay, well, that's good. But really, you're you're a Canadian and that's that. And I'm a Ukrainian person and that's different. So yeah, I don't know. Well, so where in Ukraine did you grow up? I grew up in uh, Western Ukraine, which is uh, kind of um, the region when I, where I'm from, borders with, with Romania, Moldova, and it's close to Poland and Hungary, really close, because wow. everything is close in, in Europe. So. Yeah, except, well, Ukraine is big, it's like it's, the biggest yeah. country yeah. in the EU, right? In Western Ukraine, I think, in Western, sorry, Europe, I think it's the, yeah, one of the biggest countries. Mm-hmm. And then we have a neighbor called Russia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was interested to see if you were going to say if you were from West or East. Yeah. Because when I was reading about Ukraine before this, that... Um, There's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. In mentality and... For and sure. Yeah. Culture and political stuff. Mm, yeah. Because everything in Ukraine very, like, ties really closely to political situation. And because we have such a... You know, interesting neighbor such as Russia, mm-hmm. it always uh, kind of used to dictate and still does what's going on in our country, which I find really weird. It's like Canada in, in the and the states in a way when the states kind of like you you guys rely more on the states, I guess, than mm-hmm. sometimes on even yourself. It's not yeah. an autonomy; it's more of a kind of sometimes even a partnership. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. With us, it's more of a big brother telling us what to do and like. Yeah, yeah, that's. So yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and it's like happening a lot. A lot, it's like yeah. Cyclical. I'm the, and that's the reason why all like Ukrainian people are leaving. And there was a, 
I think three waves of uh, migration to Canada even mm-hmm. because of what was happening with Russia. Like there's uh, uh, early, I, I might be wrong, but early 19th century, then it's like 80s, 90s, and I think, uh, I think a lot of it is happening right now. Yeah, and I think um, after the World Wars. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that that, that is true. Was with them. Yeah, oh, that's what I read today. And then it turns out Canada has the third biggest Ukrainian population. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. In the world, I'm like, oh. But yeah. we are really that's, everywhere, so. Yeah. <laughs> I started our conversation by asking Yulia what actually made her choose Canada. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people ask that. That's probably the first question I hear. And, um, you know, when you look at the situation in Ukraine, that's pretty much it. That's the reason why people leave, because, I mean, it's so, like, it's so terrible. It's, the corruption is absolutely ridiculous. You just want to leave a normal life. And, um. Uh, when I was 21, I went. I uh, traveled to the States, which is, by the way, really hard because getting a visa is insanely hard. But I got it and I went to the States. I lived in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. Uh, I lived in New York for a bit. And I, I thought, okay, I like the freedom of, like, freedom of everything, starting from the freedom of speech, then your lifestyle, you do whatever you want. And then I thought, okay, North America seems far enough from Ukraine, so I can Mm -hmm. really get away from my family. (laughs) Not that I don't like my family, but it's just, you know, (laughs) nice to be far away. Yeah, yeah. And then... Get some independence. Yeah, and then the lifestyle is so, so different that I thought, okay, um, I think I can can really do this. I like it. Yeah. So, yeah. so and then did you go back to Ukraine and then do all the paperwork yeah, stuff and then kind come of, here? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Wow! And did you come here on your own? Yeah, I did. Wow! Yeah, it was a. I think a big a big reason why I came here by myself was because I was young. I was twenty three, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, like I was brave, but like the stupidity was higher than the, like. <laughs> the any safety reasons why you shouldn't do that so i thought yeah i can do that i'm young i'm i'm okay i'm gonna i'm gonna be okay and it's been really tough and if i knew that before like after before i was going to canada i don't think i've done it i would do it again really it's not that it's i mean i like it here i love it here but it's really tough it's i don't know it's like when you're that when when you're quite young you don't really know yourself. Yeah. And then I feel that uh, coming here helped me learn about myself more than anything else, really. So that's more of a, I don't know, life-changing yeah. to me then. So what did you find out? Well, <laughs> well I'm really, <laughs> really interested. Really broad. <laughs> well, I mean, I found out that, first of all, no matter what happens to you, you can survive. And... Uh, whatever like if you make mistakes that's all that's all good you don't have to punish yourself or like really you know um you know beat yourself up you can just chill and let life do its thing and uh, everything will be okay at the end and that's that's awesome yeah yeah so what kind of hurdles did you well i mean first it's um kind of education equivalence um what i mean is that there I had a master's degree, I had a good job for a TV channel, I 
had lots of friends, life was good, um, and then I moved here, and well, here you're pretty, mu pretty much no one, nobody, um, have no friends, um, your education really is not equal to Canadian, um, your diploma is not really recognized, uh, your skills are kind of, you know, suffer, like, mm -hmm. so I had to start from really from the scratch, I was um, working as a server, in a really shitty place, which I would not mention, <laughs> because it's it doesn't even exist anymore. Okay. Well, yeah. So, um, and then I decided that it has to stop, and I went to school. I study marketing now. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, I'll someday will be in advertisement or some something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just it takes more time. The time that I would have in like if I'd spend this time in Ukraine by now, I would be. I would have a very good job and yeah. I would be very successful here right now I'm still a student and really is I'm like trying to get by right yeah now. yeah so oh it's like you're building your yeah, whole I'm still life like, over yeah. again so yeah it's amazing the stuff that like builds up like over your youth and then yeah when you strike out on your yeah. own sometimes those connections really help, help you. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and then, then starting fresh is it's hard. Like, yeah, because you have to build all those connections that mm -hmm. you are basically building for 20-something years. Yeah. Like, you gotta build them in, like, three, four years or gonna mm -hmm. be... Yeah. I mean, it depends on what your goals are, I guess. Yeah. I, I want to be, like, happy and successful, so I really try to aim high, and that's why, like, it's... I don't know. I feel that it takes a lot of courage and, like strengths to you know really do this for so, sure yeah exactly well yeah perseverance to just kind Don't, of yeah you're yeah. aiming high you yeah. also have high expectations yeah, for exactly. yourself yeah. right so Ukraine is well known for its literature. I remember reading many Ukrainians in my university class of Soviet history. I was curious how literature is viewed in Ukrainian culture and everyday life. A Ukrainian literature, it was always, again, it's always about Russia. So it was always about freedom of Ukraine and like being independent from Russia. So that's the the majority of the literature in Ukraine. That's why I didn't really pay much attention to it because after fifth book about Ukraine should be independent and free, you really get bored. Yeah. But then um, we really pay attention to foreign literature. I really love uh, 20th century American literature. I really love beatniks and stuff. I really oh, like. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's like that changed me when I was t a teenager. That really helped me, you know, like self-reflection, like, just a flow of um, thoughts, you know. Um, we, I think uh, pe most of the people I know in Ukraine are very, mm, they pay a lot of, you know, attention to the education and uh, to, like, just educating yourself about the world and literature really helps with that. So mm -hmm. I know everyone is really... Um, Really, everyone I know really reads a lot, so... Oh, yeah, And cool. mostly foreign literature. Wow! So, yeah. There's uh, one, and I... some When I looked at the, just, like, some quick stuff to see, mm. there was, um... Is it uh, Sweet Francais? Francois? And it's Francois. by I, Irene Nemirovsky? 
I don't really know who that is. And no. I thought that it was Russian, but it's like, it's actually Ukrainian. When oh, wow. It was, yeah. Mm, I know. And it's pretty famous. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, anyways, if you haven't read that either, I haven't read it, but no, I want to. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with the post-secondary, mm-hmm. I, when I was reading, uh, it sounds like it's fairly similar to how the European system works, where you have like your undergrad is like three years, kind of four, and then you decide to usually, a lot of people do a master's, right? Yeah. It's kind of like that extra year, and if you choose not to do it, it's like, you dropped out of university. But but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's quite, people really, I think most of the people I know are really trying to get master's, or we we call it specialist, which is like a little higher than a bachelor and a little lower than a master's. Oh, okay. I don't know if we have it in right now because we're trying to assimilate our system um, to make it similar to Canadian or I mean like just like West Western, Western world. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, okay. And then when you came here, um, you had some equivalency. Yeah, I think I didn't really um, try. I didn't try to equivalate my diploma to Canadian standards just because I have a master's in liberal arts and that's pretty much useless if you want to find a real life job so I was like I'll just get another degree or diploma and really it's it's it made a lot of sense for me as a person but it doesn't make sense in the real world right yeah yeah Healthcare is a big deal in Ukraine, and they have quite a different system than in Canada. Health is a big issue in Ukraine. Oh yeah, and I, oh, yeah. I sort of wanted to talk to you about that. That is know absolutely I... funny because everyone <laughs> in Ukraine <clears throat> goes to the doctor all the time. We know all the doctors, we know all the meds, like we know how to cure ourselves almost from almost from anything. Like even. I wouldn't joke about cancer, but like people really know their meds and really like every like when I when I grew up, I coughed like I coughed once and my mom already made such a big deal out of it. And here everyone is just so chill like, oh, you have a flu, you're going to be OK. Oh, you have a high fever, oh, you're going to be fine. Like people are so chill about their health here and yeah. we're not <clears throat> in Ukraine. <clears throat> uh, why do you think that is? I, maybe the ecology is so bad. I don't really know. <clears throat> maybe people are just more chill in general because they just, I don't know. Huh. It's, an, it's an interesting, but I don't know. Even I, I think the medical system in Canada suffers a little bit. I find it tough to find a really decent doctor, mm-hmm. fortunately. Yeah. It's waiting lists and, and calling yeah, around yeah. and yeah. It is, it is free though. So I yeah. guess there's... You know, pick your battles. So, yeah. is it not free in Ukraine? It is free, but <clears throat> I guess you you still pay uh, under the table. A lot. Oh. Probably every time you go to the doctor, you bring like anywhere from a chocolate bar to for a receptionist to a a candy, um, like a box of chocolates and like uh, at least two hundreds of Ukrainian money, which is like twenty dollars. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, we still we pay for everything under the table. But it's technically really? free. Yeah. Okay, and so. that goes like with what else does that apply to with having to pay under the table? For pretty much every service. Um, <clears throat> well, like if you want to get your driver's license. I 
would be honest, my sister bought my driver's license for me as a birthday gift when I was going to Canada. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's not like that anymore. I would, uh, it's it's it has changed, but back in, like even five years ago, uh, you knew some people, uh, you knew some people, and you could pretty much buy anything. Wow. Yeah. Including your diploma, really. So, really? Yeah, right now I think it's more tough than it was mm-hmm. with the new governments we have. Hmm. So what would you describe, like, the average lifestyle of a Ukrainian? It's an average lifestyle. It's getting by, um, most likely, would mean just, like, getting by. But a lot of people, I don't know, We. it seems that when I went to Ukraine after three years, um everyone was really beautiful like everyone tried to wear their best clothes as much gold as they have you know it's just everyone pays so much attention to i would say showing off and i think that's where everyone's money just i don't know i just people spend a lot of money on just like uh showing um a certain lifestyle to others when i know like it's a big deal if you have an iPhone or right. like those status kind of like uh, markers. Yeah. I don't know, something yeah. like that. Uh, but most of the people work really hard. Um, it's I don't know how, like you cannot survive with the money that you get uh, from your regular job. Some people, everyone hustles. Like everyone really? has to hustle somehow. Yeah. And what kind of things are they doing to hustle? Like, Well, let's say like... Um, you're go like like you're going from one city to another. You take a bus, and then besides just um, being a bus driver, your bus driver will like pick up some stuff uh, illegally. So he he wants to tell his boss or whatever, mm-hmm. and he just like sell it somewhere and another bus station along the way. Or I don't know. It's just like or my mom when I was growing up, she had two part-time jobs so she is a teacher for kids uh with disabilities but she also she did massages and she was uh, a speech therapist as well for kids wow so like she had to really like maintain those two businesses on the side yeah obviously not no not paying taxes yeah okay just like it's all under the table as well like a private like a tutor almost or a private massages and yeah. So yeah, that's how everyone is. So what was it like going back home? I had a culture. I had a culture shock for sure. I was uh, very surprised at everything. I mean, after three years, um, I don't know. It was I was I think I forgot a lot of stuff, or I tried to forget, and it's somewhere hidden deep deep in my mind I don't know. yeah and, uh, yeah um meeting my friends was awesome i think uh people people are really kind and people are amazing because uh we p- picked up exactly where we left off um when i tried to do some government stuff like when i tried to go and get some papers issued or something uh it was really tough and took i don't know several days for something that here in canada would take maybe an hour because you book an appointment you come it's your turn and you just like go for a yeah an appointment and yeah. it's not like that you just sit in the line yeah it's uh like a, a 
like fine. How do you call it when people just oh, like a cue sort of? Or yeah, just, just like a cue, like no, yeah. you yeah, um, and you just wait, and it can take up to one day, two days, whatever. So after the first day, if you're like not moving, you just go home and sleep and come back. Come back, and then it's a new line, and you're like yeah, and it's, it's <laughs> yeah, no, it's. It's terrible. Yeah, well, it's, like I got to this point in the line yesterday, I'm so still I should... no, yeah. Oh. And I'm not <laughs> even mentioning that some uh, ladies at the reception or whatever, um, they go on long breaks. They just it, there is no respect of your time. I've noticed that Western culture portrays Ukraine as a party and drinking culture, and I asked Yulia to explain all of that. People party more than here, for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I think um, when the situation is so tough, um, what do you left to do? Like, what are you left with? Like, you party or you drink and you smoke because smokes and alcohol is so cheap. Yeah. Um, that's, I think, is um, one of the main um, kind of... Uh, Oh, like pastimes or like pastimes uh, yeah. for like a third a third world countries because um, people just you can't change anything so that's the way you try to you know. Uh, Do you think of Ukraine like a third world country or developing or? I I do and I was corrected a lot that it's not true but I mean it's better than most of the countries like. Even like Cuba, let's say, or Mexico, for sure Ukraine, I think is better because we're just closer to Europe, people travel a lot, but to me, it's not a really, there's so much to do, it's such a long way till we get to, to where Canada is right now, hmm. and even when we'll get there where Canada is right now, it's still going to be so far away where Canada would be in like 20 years, so hmm. we're really far behind. Hmm. I guess. In the 20th century, Ukraine has had moments of political upheaval for independence. 2014 saw a revolution to overthrow then-President Yanukovych. And then, Corruption, yeah. yeah. That's the main. And we always choose, it seems that we always choose the wrong president. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a curse. It's something is wrong. I don't know. Well, that's it's, moving around the world. It's, I, I guess so. It's like every time. No, but I mean, yes, with the states, mm -hmm. I guess, but our the president before, uh, the one we have now is like, I call him Willy Wonka because he has his chocolate factory, <laughs> but the one before that was absolutely ridiculous. He was worse than Trump will ever be because he had a, a golden toilet when people went to his mansion after they kicked him out of the country. He had a golden toilet and I think uh, somebody gave him as a present a golden loaf of bread, like made out of gold, and was just like, what? yeah, I know. I'm like, why would you need that? Yeah. Like, why would that be a good present? <laughs> <laughs> My friend's birthday is soon. <laughs> I, I maybe I should think about it. Yeah, like spray paint a loaf. Yeah. <laughs> so like, why? It's made out of real like. So, like, that guy was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, what was his name again? Yanukovych. Yeah. yeah. So he was, yeah, that was a joke. And that's why it all started. And now the war just became a business. That's how I feel. Friends die. Like, one of my friends, um, he's a, he's a, 
he's like a spy right now or something i don't know much mm -hmm. about it but my my friends go to like i don't know participate in war or whatever and uh yeah it's it's insane it's scary people really die so, like yeah, doing 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 what war i don't know oh like, each, like soldiers or um... like that's not a joke but for for real for like average person that's a real war you cannot do anything about it but for politicians it's more of a business oh okay. yeah. so they they make guns they sell guns you know that's yes how it is wow and is like military service mandatory in ukraine i don't know but i feel like it's on a contract but um the army is like every every boy has to go to the army for a year or two oh yeah unless yeah. you go to the university oh yeah. okay so that's why we're all so educated i'd rather you know study yeah so yeah the food and celebration culture of ukraine is dear to the hearts of many edmontonians since many have ukrainian heritage Honestly, when I went to Ukraine, I think my liver almost collapsed. <laughs> like I was drinking so much, and I'm not. Really, <laughs> I'm not really a big drinker, but um, yeah, it was it was I it was tough. Like everyone drinks. I, like the first thing you you do after you meet somebody, you drink, and we drink to health. That's like oh, a toast. Oh yeah, that's our favorite toast. So let's be healthy or i don't know like, yeah instead of cheers right like, to health. yeah and it's absolutely it's like i don't know what know. is that in in ukrainian can uh, you say it well in russian it's like nazdorovia in ukrainian it's like budmo or nazdorovia which also like exactly what i said yeah that's fun. No, well, that would be fun to shout. <laughs> <laughs> and so is it when you get together um, for, like, you know, social, yeah. is it, like, a lot of food and then a lot of drink, or is it mostly just, like, drink, 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 eat a kebab? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we drink a lot. We eat a lot. If it's a family gathering, there more, most likely will be more food, but a lot of drinks, too. Uh, when it's a friends gathering, there would, would be a snacks, more of a tapas style, and then lots of drinking for sure. And uh, I think the first time I started, uh, just like I've been introduced to alcohol as a teenager, I was 12. Like, yeah. like a really cheap red wine, and I think a lot of people like do that. <laughs> they start drinking at a really young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I find, yeah, some European countries are like, my partner, he's mm -hmm. from Belgium, right. again, 12, light beer, yeah. you know, yeah. and That's it's just, just like normal, a dinner, yeah, um, so, yeah, and then what's like, I don't want this to sound like, really, because mm. um, you're close to Slovenia, right? Kind of, yeah, yeah, we, we are close to Slovenia, Slovakia. Because they have great wine. <laughs> we, yeah, I know, like, um. There is a lot of countries that have like uh, sweet, dry, different kinds of wines, but we had Crimea, which yeah, also grew yeah. certain grapes. So we had wine from there, but oh. it's, I feel like it's, when I drink it now, uh, I feel like a lot of it is like powdered. So it's like not a real wine and they just use a. Some, really? I don't know what the, it's just the wine is terrible but 
I guess my friend, my grandpa was from Moldova, which yeah. is like a wine region as well. Oh, so we always cool. had wine. He made his own wine. Nice. Well, yeah, it was awesome. Is that kind of the drink of choice? Is wine or no, is it vodka? Vodka mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel and yeah, vodka hundred percent. And we also really like cognac, like strong drinks mostly. Uh huh. Uh huh. And let's talk about food. <laughs> well, I would say that not a lot of people in Ukraine eat national Ukrainian food every day. Oh, really? No, it's not like Canadians eat poutine all the time for breakfast, brunch, and dinner and lunch. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Megan is scooping out the last fry from her. <laughs> yeah. So, so you just have like a, a lot of different stuff, or? Yeah, I mean, my my because my family like we have. Um, heritage from uh, Moldova and Romania. My mom cooked a lot of um, food from there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there is like food from Poland, kind of like well, well, that's where pierogies come from, kind of like the name. Yeah. Um, uh, there is, uh, we call it holtsy, so there is like cabbage rolls. I mean, we have, we eat a lot of borscht, that's true. Yeah. And uh, grains. Grains, a lot of grains, uh, potatoes definitely. Uh, winter time, it's mostly like uh, pickled stuff. Yeah, a lot of uh, yeah. We had a huge like a balcony filled with jars of different like pickles. Um, yeah, we, I think we pickle everything. It's funny. That's what we should be doing yeah, here. I, I hope so. it comes back. What mm-hmm. did I have the other day that was delicious? Pickled sweet peas. Wow. I think Alta, <laughs> the new place, like yeah. that's where like they make pickle, pickles everything. Now. Oh really? That's I haven't been I there, but I ha- I've heard I haven't been there either. Cool. So, so with um, oh there's some when you came here. Yeah. So when I because of like the Ukrainian heritage in yeah. Alberta, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I would now I know how that goes, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Did did you have like food culture shock when you came here? Or has it has it been totally like bastardized? <laughs> like they're just progressed, I guess. I I guess a really a good example would be when I went to um, I've met some people whose grandma was from Ukraine, and mm-hmm. so she was born here. But she remembers remember the traditional Ukrainian dinner it was a a Christmas dinner, and our Christmas is sixth and seventh of January. Yeah. So I went for a Christmas dinner to her house with her family. There was a lot of like um, things that we eat, but it's like maybe like twenty percent of what we actually have for a dinner. We have a lot of like weird salads, and you put mayo in everything you can. Like, yeah. And there's like seven layers of mayo. Maybe, <laughs> I guess, and maybe that's why mortality rate is so high. <laughs> Blood pressure. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka mayo smokes. I guess. Yeah. I'm painting a really bad picture here. No, it sounds fun. <laughs> Thank you to Yulia for sharing her experience so honestly. Yulia and I actually met briefly about a year ago before we did this interview, and Yulia found a picture of us at that event, and so that's on the website if you want to take a look. Um, A few things to finish off. This is the last episode of Season 1 of Migration Patterns. I'm taking a bit of a hiatus, and hopefully we'll start doing Season 2 soon. Uh, Let me know if you enjoyed it, or what I can improve upon, or what you would like to see in the future. 
thank you to all of my guests, Amy, Herman, Tona, and Yulia for being my first interviews. And thank you to Karen Unland of the Seen and Heard podcast, and she also runs the Alberta Podcast Network. Uh, she runs a community that's very supportive, and I probably couldn't have finished this project without going to those podcast meetups. Thank you for listening, and uh, until next time. <laughs>